Welcome back to Get to Know Each Other, the official podcast of Ollie at WVU. I'm your host, Harry Russell. Joining us today is Carol Heiberger, an instructor for Ollie who teaches the class Founders Over 50. Carol's career is in new product service development, and in addition to working for corporations, she was the director of operations for an MBA program, prepared financial models, business plans, and market research for dozens of clients. Carol has taught business planning to degree-seeking MBA students and knowledge-seeking adults. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Nice to have you in. And so to you, what does it mean to be an entrepreneur? It means to have an idea that you think you can put into action and that you're going to do something that other people will pay you to do. If you're not an entrepreneur and you're not being compensated, then you're a volunteer. And it's never too late to be an entrepreneur either. Never. Absolutely. Never. Um, there's always stories about people who are older, but I don't know what the definition of older is anymore because it's really more about frame of mind than it is age. So let's just say that the research has shown that people who are over 50 have a higher probability of success in starting a business than people who are 20 and 30. Is that kind of a tribute towards uh, the, you know, people who are over 50 around that age, they've just dealt with more life experiences and I guess they've had more experience in the work field to understand what they want, what they like, you know, have been, you know, what they see? Well, it's a combination of um, their life and their life experience, but it also has to do with their, um, the work that they've done in the past, the things that they've learned over time, the people that they've met, uh, the things that they've enjoyed doing that they want to continue to uh, do. So it's a combination. Uh, I was talking to one person at, on the OLLI um, course who had retired in a particular field, but he had good knowledge that he could offer um, to other companies and other firms who just wanted a couple hours or a couple days of that kind of knowledge and information. And he, he could do that. So it's a very personal thing. What type of qualities are found in a successful entrepreneur? Well, um, I'm gonna use the proactive word, all right? They see something, they go after it. Uh, they're not always, they have to be reactive in order to understand that they threw a pebble into the water and then to see what's going on in the water and then react to that. But you can't be afraid to move forward. You can't be waiting for somebody else in order to get things done. You have to just continue to uh, push your idea, push your project forward, get out of your shell in order to talk, other, to, talk to other people and do the research. Uh, so the certain amount of being proactive, uh, we talked about the resilience word, being able to uh, fall down and then get back up again, uh, because part of starting a business is false starts, uh, full stops, starting over again, and part of it is attitude that every time I've made a mistake, I've learned from that mistake, so I want to make another mistake, a different mistake next. 
but not the same mistake again and again. And being able to pivot, need a certain amount of uh, stick to persistence. Mm-hmm. Before uh, the podcast, we had talked, and you, know, you teach a class for Ollie called Founders Over 50. Mm-hmm. And a part of that class, you talk about a business plan. Like, what exactly is a business plan for the listeners? Oh, boy. Okay. That's a loaded question. Um, the business plan is the only organized structure around which somebody can teach somebody else about how to put it together, a business. A business plan is the organized um, re- representation of knowledge. It's, it's you thinking out loud on paper as you're trying to figure out what your business is going to look at, look like, and how do you want it to look, and what do you know, and what do you need to find out, and what have you learned? And it looks easy because it has an outline, and there are 125 million books on how to do a business plan, but it's not easy because all the books are organized for the reader to make it look like it's an, it's an organized thing. And the, the research behind the scenes is uh, uh, basically a hot mess. Um, be, as you're discovering and as you're moving forward, you can have a, your idea of what the market ought to be and how to meet the market and what you're going to do. And then you can just you know make a discovery uh, that somebody else tried that business and it didn't work. And the reason it didn't work is, I don't know, exactly what it, what it is you thought you were gonna do. So you need to be learning from other people's successes and from other people's mistakes. It, it's just hard. Um, I've, I've dealt with a ton of different people in different uh, varieties of life, whether it be in corporate life or whether individual entrepreneurs who are just frustrated by the entire process of putting together a business plan uh, because they thought it would be easy and it's not. It's, you can't delegate it. It seems like chaos, like one little small thing and you have to change so much with your business plan. Exactly. For example, uh, someone can say that, you know, their dream was to own a bar, on a bar and a restaurant. And they found a, a really ideal location. There was a lot of foot traffic. And it had just the, the right interior. And they were putting together the menu. And they had a great grand opening. And then COVID hit. And there went their bar and restaurant because they had in mind a cozy place. And the last thing that anybody's looking for now is someplace that's cozy. They're looking for open air. They're looking for patios. They're looking for distancing. So if your brand new restaurant is 20 seats, you're in trouble. And it's got absolutely nothing to do with whether or not you had good advertising or good marketing or good food or um, good uh, ambience. Had absolutely nothing to do with you. But part of being flexible and resilient and reactive is to just sit down and figure out what can I do? 
how can I react? What can I do in order to make this work? And then being proactive about finding ways to uh, pivot. So I've just used 125 variations on the theme of uh, same old, same old uh, buzzwords. And the challenge, of course, is that these buzzwords in some ways have meaning, but it isn't until you are in the seat of being the entrepreneur that you really understand what that means. Like we were saying, you're essentially reevaluating your entire business plan. It's uh, yes, and you could actually be reevaluating every day. The a startup business, uh, the whole idea of the putting together a business plan is to try and gather all the information and reevaluate it before you have anything at risk, other than your ego. Once you go into business, now you have your business at risk, you have your money at risk, you have your reputation at risk, and so. Uh, a, a lot of times when I've worked with people who have business plans, I've seen them spend years working on the business plan because putting the business plan together is less risky than actually doing the business. I also had one student um, when I was teaching at uh, adult um, education, um, doing business plans. He had been working on his business for years and one of the requirements we had at the SBDC was that he needed to put together a, a business plan. His business plan was effectively uh, 20 sentences. And I will tell you that six months later, I saw his products in the markets. And a year later, he had purchased a bakery in order to make it work. So a business plan is not the business. It helps you think through what it is you're planning to do. Uh, that definitely makes sense for sure. We were saying we were mentioning how, you know, people who have had experiences in their life or, you know, people, they tend to have more experience in their work field and stuff like that. So they tend to be more successful entrepreneurs. Like what qualities, I guess, would you say encompasses that? Okay. Well, I can answer in my own words, and I think I've done a little bit of that already, but I have uh, research in front of me from Inc. Magazine that has done uh, uh, studies. And they identified what I'll refer to as six different qualities for uh, older founders. Um, more risk tolerant. Ambition never withers. Previous management experience or deep domain knowledge, or maybe both. In other words, they're truly expert at their field. Uh, they've managed to put together work-life balance and they have good health. Uh, they appreciate the tech assist from younger people. Um, that's actually a, uh, an important element of their success. And then boomers sometimes target boomers. So they have a different understanding of the marketplace and what people their age might want. Um, some of the other data that was put together by Inc. Magazine is that a 50-year-old startup founder is 2.8 times more likely to found a successful startup than a 25-year-old founder. 
a 60-year-old startup founder is three times as likely to be successful than a 30-year-old. So while all the resources seem to be directed to the younger people, people between the ages of 15 and 25, those who have done the actual research have learned that the older people are more likely to be successful. So I think that's an important message for the Ali audience to understand that just by the fact that they're listening to this podcast and they're interested in entrepreneurship, that they actually have a higher probability of success than they want to give themselves credit for having. Definitely a good reassurance for the listeners too, who are aspiring entrepreneurs. And like I, like I mentioned before, you yourself, you have a class with uh, all you know, founders of 50, we were talking. Uh, how's your experience been you know, volunteering with Ollie and, you know, instructing those classes? Well, I, for Ollie, I've only done it once and we did it on Zoom and it was fun. Uh, it took a little bit for people to uh, loosen up. Uh, part of the interesting element is that there needs to be a certain amount of presentation, but one of the best parts of doing a class via Zoom is the ability to take the questions and find out what's really on people's minds as they're moving forward. Uh, individual entrepreneurs who are going deep into their own background need to do some homework and some research, but they need to do a lot less than if they wanna bring on uh, 50 employees. Very true. I think the most important thing for uh, people to realize is that they have to do the arithmetic. Mm -hmm. They have to do enough homework in order to figure out if they can make money. And I don't know what that means in terms of any individual product or service, but you want to do enough homework so that when you're done and you've opened up your business, that you have brought in more revenue than uh, what you have spent in terms of expenses. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people are just afraid to do the arithmetic. I call it arithmetic because calling it a financial model is a big scary phrase. And uh, financial models are nothing more than addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Mm -hmm. So it's arithmetic, don't be afraid. Very true, very true. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, obviously. Well, for the listeners uh, you know, who might be interested in what you've been talking about and everything, do you have any upcoming classes for Ollie that they could maybe attend? Uh, yeah, but I don't know the date off the top of my head. I'm looking it up on my calendar to see if I have it in there. I think it's October. I have Sunday, October 18th. Sunday, October 18th. Okay, well, I'm sure we'll definitely get the finalized date out and everything, but yeah. at least we have, you have a class coming up this, uh, this upcoming fall, and if people Correct. are, if the members or listener, listeners are interested, they can more than happily sign up for your class. Exactly, I'm more than happy uh, to get to meet them. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. We loved having you on. And thank you. It's been fun. Of course. Well, thank you very much. Again, I would like to thank Carol for joining me on our Ollie podcast. And if you'd like to be featured on our podcast, please do not hesitate to contact us at ollie at wvupod at gmail.com. The email address will be in the description of the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Give us ideas for topics to talk about, sign up to be interviewed, or anything else you might be interested in. It is our goal to try and stay connected with members and anyone else that wants to get to know more about Ollie at WVU. Thank you for tuning into our podcast and keep an eye out for our next one in the coming weeks. Stay safe and we'll see you next time on Get to Know Each Other.